Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. One of the books in the Old Testament that I think gets short shrift a lot of the time is uh, the book of Lamentations. Um, I think in large part, we're just not familiar with the kind of literature it is. So we go to read it and we're like, wait a minute, what? You know, so it's not narrative. Um, A lot of people like I used to be don't read poetry, so it doesn't make any sense. Um, And a lot of people don't want to read a book about grieving and sadness. And you can tell by the title that that's (laughs) That's what what it it is, is. right? It's a lament. It's a bunch of laments. That are put together. You know, hey, I, I really am in the, in the mood for some lament. I think that when things go wrong in our lives, um, if we've only read First uh, Corinthians thirteen, or we've only read about the resurrection, or we've only read First uh, John, um, then we miss out on like we don't have a biblical basis for what happens to us when we struggle. Yeah. If we just focus on happy biblical passages, passages. Yeah then first of all, we probably think that our life is going to be only happy. But second of all, we all only resonate with the Bible in happy times without realizing that there is a huge compendium of portions in the Bible which help us when we grieve. Yes, we all suffer. It's good to have like-minded suffering surround us. Dr. C.J. Williams is with us. He's professor of Old Testament studies at Reformed Presbyterian Theological Seminary here in the East End part of the city of Pittsburgh. His new work is called The Shadow of Christ in the Book of Lamentations. C.J., welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Can you talk, C.J., first about what kind of literature Lamentations is? Well, Lamentations is uh, prophetic literature, Um but it's also a uh, it's a very unique book. It is uh, a, a lament, and uh, it stands in a category all its own. And I believe its purpose ultimately is to give us an example of grieving with faith, and to basically instruct us how to how to find hope in the midst of our trials. This is very timely, is it not? Um, CJ, is this something that you picked up in the threat of the pandemic and thought, I need to inform and engage about Lamentations? Uh, it feels as though the world's uh, hell in a handbasket. <laughs> well, yes, indeed. Uh, I, I think it's a, it's a useful uh, study um, because we're told in Scripture that we, we do not throw as those who have no hope. And so the scripture must give us some direction on how to grieve with hope and how to find hope within our trials. And I think Lamentations is a really big part of that. It really gives us some solid direction in that. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, the world around us, we know grieving people. Um, we grieve ourselves in many different situations of life. And uh, this is just an impactful book. It really is uh, just very encouraging to those, especially who are dealing with grief very in their good. life. Now, I'm glad you brought this up because not to get too personal, but I, I do know that as you're researching and writing the book, you yourself suffered a double loss. Um, absolutely, that's true. Um, so <clears throat> I preached through the Book of Lamentations uh, some time ago. And I was really drawn into the book and uh, just fascinated by it. During that sermon series, uh, my father passed away. And I began work on the book shortly thereafter my mother passed away. Mm. And um, actually, it was a 
I lost another one close to me the very week that the book came out. Uh, my brother passed away. Oh, my wow, I'm gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And that, uh, that happened all within under two years. And um, so the Lord really brought me and my family through a hard season of life. And uh, just in his providence, uh, I was immersed in the book of Lamentations. I found great comfort in it. I really did. Mm. What does it mean that you found great comfort in it? I'm thinking of people who are listening to the program. Maybe they're, they mm. haven't never read the Bible or they haven't gone to church. And they're thinking, well, what mm. what comfort does reading an old or super old book uh, about <laughs> grief do for you? Yeah, it is it is a difficult book. And um but, you know, one of the lessons it teaches us is uh, is about finding hope in the midst of our trials and and showing us really what it is and where to find it. You know, hope isn't just optimism that things will get better, but hope is the confidence that grace will prevail because of the gracious character of God. And I think that thread, that theme is woven throughout the book, but it, it reaches its pinnacle, of course, in Lamentations 3, the very famous verse, uh, his compassions fail not, they're new every morning, great is their faithfulness, therefore I hope in him, right? Mm-hmm. The faithfulness of God means he's true to his promises, and that's the foundation of our hope. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's one of the great themes of this book, and to to recognize that hope is, to, it's not merely a change of outlook, but it's a transformation of our hearts as we learn to really find rest in God's faithful character and his sure promises. Yes. And that would define our Christian walk, would it not? I mean, without, without hope, well, then we fall off the ends. But we do need hope to sustain us to see the other day, the next day. And, of course, eternal salvation in Christ is our great hope. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the amazing thing about the Book of Lamentations, which the Scripture reinforces elsewhere, is that when we do experience grief or loss, those are particular seasons in which God does reveal His grace to us and His goodness to us in new and unexpected ways, and does give us hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but CJ, so what you've just told us about the loss of your parents and your brother, deeply intimate, as you're going through the Book of Lamentations and, and writing The Shadow of Christ— it had to give you strength to know that so many others have gone before you, and there on the page is the strength that was necessary for these deep periods of mourning, which I'm sure you're still going through. Absolutely. That um, we're reassured that we're not alone in the experience mm. of grief and hardship in this world. And sometimes we isolate ourselves and we, we feel like we are alone. Yeah. But to recognize that, that uh Believers go through this. All people go through this, and um, and and the Lord ministers to our hearts in these situations in very particular ways. And uh, we have one another to reach out to, um, you know, to find that support that we have in in others of like-minded uh, of faith and like precious faith. Uh, we have each other, and um, and I think this book brings that out as well. Uh, that uh, we do not feel alone, but we have great resources in God's grace and in God's people. Mm-hmm. CJ, you mentioned that it's a difficult book. Um, there are some books in the scriptures that are more straightforward than this. What's the value in kind of making your way through a hard book? I think a lot of people now, you know, if you didn't, you know, have a liberal arts education, you know, I uh, had a, a literature focus when I was in college. So I kind of I had to make my way through hard books. But a lot of people now don't have to do that. 
Um, so hmm. what's the value in it? And do you think it's worth it for the average person? It is a difficult book. And, uh, you know, it's a book about grief and suffering. And um, it's an Old Testament book written in, you know, some in some ways it's difficult to understand. It's not the book that people instinctively turn to. You mentioned earlier, you know, we want to read happy passages. We want to turn to Philippians. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, but this book is a real gem, and it is, uh, it's one of those books that I think a lot of people have a lot of room left to rediscover. Mm. And it really presents the gospel in just a profound way. And there's, it's so rewarding to dig into a book like this that maybe you haven't ever read, or maybe only read once and just sort of shrugged your shoulders and said, I don't know what that's about. But to really pause and to give it some time, uh, this is a, just a maybe to a lot of people, an undiscovered treasure. And it's, it's, it's so rewarding uh, because it's a book like no other, and I think it provides such a very specific need to the believer when it speaks about grief and how to grieve with hope. Mm-hmm. And we need to hear that. We need to hear that uh, at several points in our lives. You know, we will find ourselves in that place of suffering, loss, and grief. Yes. We're talking with Dr. C.J. Williams from Reform Presbyterian Theological Seminary. Uh, Dr. Williams, let's talk about RPTS. Uh, there you are on Penn Avenue uh, in the uh, east end part of the city. I mean, I've driven by it, I'm sure, thousands and thousands of times. Uh, it, it's In some ways, I would say it's probably um, little known here uh, in, this, in the city of Pittsburgh. Can you talk about RPTS and what you offer to students? Absolutely. I think it's a, one of the best kept secrets of the city. It is a wonderful place to work. Um, you know, our motto is study under pastors. And so all the professors there are either current pastors or former pastors. And so our purpose is to really bring uh, that practical ministry aspect to the classroom. You know, we don't just teach theology and biblical studies. We do that. Uh, but uh, our real mission is to train men and women for various kinds of service in the kingdom of God, various ministries. And uh, so we bring that to the classroom. That's our hope, you know, and, and every year we, we graduate men and women and, and send them out and doing kingdom work, and that's just very, very gratifying. So uh, it's a wonderful place to work and to study. Uh, I've enjoyed it. It's not just classroom learning, but a lot of uh, mentoring and discipleship goes on there. And it's just a real blessing, and it has been to me for my 17 years, though. What I'm struck about by it when I hear about RPTS is that several of Kath and I's friends have earned a theology degree from RPTS, and it's been one class at a time, mm-hmm. one year, for a one long year. Time, yeah. And there's someone who finally you know, gets their seminary degree, and they've been attending RPTS for a decade or more. <laughs> True. So we have a Master of Divinity degree, and some people turn it into a Master of Infinity degree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yes, we've, we've had students there that have taken just one class in the evening here and there. Allow. And um, before they know it, you know, <laughs> a decade has gone by. Yes. But, uh, but, but we love it. We have full-time students. We have part-time students, uh, just students who are curious to to learn a little more on their own and take one class here and one class there. And that kind of diversifies the student body. Um, but yeah, we, we, we love it when people just come and say, Hey, I want to take this class just to learn a little bit more for my own edification. Excellent. Well, listen, uh, Dr. Williams, congratulations Mm -hmm. on the release of the shadow of Christ in the book of lamentations. The book is available now from crown and covenant publications, the shadow of Christ, Dr. CJ Williams, and for your 17 plus years at RPTS, 
and for sending out the call. I mean, RPTS, you can find it easily on the web, rpts.edu. Highly recommend you just stop by, rpts.edu. Dr. Williams, thanks so much again. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Pleasure was ours, truly. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.